going? Welcome to Know Your Gear QA podcast number 186. I hope you guys had an awesome week. As always in the announcements, just to let you know, if you're watching this live and you want to start a subject or ask me a question, please start with a question mark first. That way I know you're talking to me and not to each other. And also, if you're watching the rebroadcast of this, I take the time to timestamp all the subjects and questions and uh, and put them in the description down below so you guys can go right to that. You don't have to watch this whole thing if you don't like. Or if you'd like to listen to it, you can listen to it as a podcast on i uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, or iHeartRadio, you name it. It's on those uh formats as well and then also another piece of information you guys really like the uh, 2020 sucks um t-shirt code promo where i gave 20 percent off last week i said that i would let it run all week uh you guys really really went crazy with it i appreciate that so much thank you guys um it was cool because it's nice to know that that it's at 20 percent off you're not making a whole lot of money but to get that many shirts out there was really cool. So what I decided was I'm just going to go ahead and let it run for the rest of the year. I figure we're going through the holidays right now. So uh, go ahead and do that. But something came up this week uh, that was interesting. Last week, I I dis, uh, discussed the original logo, which is where I'm wearing today. This is the original logo shirt. And um, it, it, for those uh, you know veteran viewers know what this is about. When I hit 100,000 subscribers, I discontinued the shirt. So you know, I actually discontinued the shirt at 200,000 subscribers as well. In other words, the logo slightly changes every 100,000. At 300,000, which we're 15,000 subscribers away from, the logo will then again change. Um, This logo, the original one, was made by Ralph. My wife made the second one, and the changes are subtle, but they're there. And the reason is, is I wanted uh, to know if I, when I bump into you uh, in public, because it happens quite often, um, if you're wearing one of the shirts, I wanted to know, or if you send me pictures of you in the shirts, I wanted to know how old of a viewer you've been. And uh, I figured that would let me know. But uh, what happened was a viewer contacted me this week and let me know because he remembered there was a clause. There's a clause to the original Know Your Gear shirt. Now, keep in mind, this is not for uh, to make any money because it's a really, a really big pain in the ass. And so, but I want to tell you that we're welcome to do it uh, or we're ha- happy to do it <laughs> is what I'm saying. If you have the original shirt, the original 100,000 subscriber t-shirt, um, I had said it's on a podcast from years ago that if you have that shirt and yours ever wears out, you can contact us at the Ask Know Your Gear. It gets forwarded to my wife and buy a replacement shirt. It's the only way to get the original logo. My wife my, actually doesn't go through Teespring. My wife actually will recreate the shirt, uh, the original logo shirt, and ship it to you as a replacement. You don't have to destroy your first one. That's just stupid. But if you faded and worn and stuff like that, you can you can get it. And that's what happened. Somebody this week said they sent me a picture of their shirt. It was just literally like light gray. And they said, hey, can, get, you, know, can you do that deal? And yeah, and then she charges you whatever it costs her to do that, plus the shipping and stuff. So she'll just do that. So like I said, not very many people are going to need that, but I thought I'd mention it again since uh, they mentioned it to me. So let's get started. Uh, this uh, episode is going to have some stuff in it. So a couple things. We're going to do an unboxing going to do a giveaway and we're going to do a new segment on the show uh, where we talk about this week's uh, products since we've been talking about like this week's news and gear most news is always negative so I thought let's let's make some positive stuff uh, and we'll talk about um, uh, 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 wait what is going to say uh, <laughs> we're going we're to talk about some new gear sorry I was reading I just stopped reading while I'm talking sometimes that's one of the drawbacks this uh david betts uh, got a question uh with a with an angry face it looks like me if i hold my breath for like about 70 seconds so it says um 
Question, Phil, how do you know what's going on with DiMaggio? Oh, do you know what's going on with DiMaggio? Uh, I know they shut down because of Corona. Uh, they did. They, they're open again, but they're... Okay, go on. Hold on. I ordered in March, and they won't tell my country supplier anything yet. Put sales on. Look, um, David, I don't want to make any excuses uh, for DiMaggio. I'm not here. I don't, I don't work for them, but I will tell you what I know because I am very friendly with them, including Larry DiMaggio. Um, they're right now, I mean, literally as of today, concerned again that they might get uh, shut down again. Or if New York shuts down the schools, a lot of employees are going to have trouble getting to work because their, kid, their kids won't have anywhere to go. Um, so yeah, they have been pushing through this. I, if you're frustrated, I can understand. What I can tell you is um, uh, Larry DiMaggio and Wilson, who I talked to at DiMaggio, uh, when they were locked down the whole time, we were on the phone talking for hours about everything you know we could talk about. And I can tell you honestly, the, there's there there. It's not an excuse, but they're way more frustrated than you could probably ever be. I mean, they're shut down. They can't help it. A lot of people understand that certain states in the United States are more locked down than others. And New York and California are definitely two of the biggest. So uh, those manufacturers are shut down. So not only what I'm telling you is not only whatever your frustration is, it might get worse if they get shut down or, or have uh, more, uh, not shut down, but more issues because of shutdowns. So that'd be my guess. But they didn't tell me that. But I will tell you... Um, you know, that's their daily, every day, that's what they're trying to do is figure out how to get product out there and get, get stuff taken care of. Like every company I've talked to. All right. Um, let's see. What else? What else do we want to talk about? I don't know if I want to go right to my subjects or hit you guys. There was a super chat. Let me grab that since it came in early. Um, the super chat was from, uh, I'm going to say Tigrom01. We'll go with that. Uh, Tick Rum says, Phil, what do you think about pedals to enhance the sound of acoustic guitars with the pizza system, right? To play finger style, an example is the Boss 82. So what, what they're talking about is not like acoustic simulator pedals. They're talking about pedals like preamp pedals for acoustics. Um, I like the Boss 82, especially if you have an acoustic with no preamp in it. That's a, you know, I don't think you should uh, run, you know, a dead acoustic or not dead, an acoustic with no preamp, uh, just to pick up into anything. It's not going to sound that great. In fact, even with onboard preamps are not that great. I use a, uh, a, a Fishman Fluence uh, pedal. Um, it's a, well, it's not a, I don't know if it's the Fluence pedal. Fishman, Fishman Aura system. I'm sorry. Uh, DI pedal. Uh, that's what I use, but I've tried many over the past. Uh, Boss makes the, the VE8, which is good. Uh, LR Bags has a great one. There's a ton of them out there. And then there's some cool ones that are lower price ones. I think even Fender has a couple that are cool or at least one or two. Um, but, uh, I like the boss one if that's what you're interested in. The only thing is, is if you have like a, uh, a, a, a Fishman Aura onboard preamp or anything like that on your acoustic, I don't know if the boss is going to add too much to that, but it's definitely not going to hurt it. Um, I run, I don't have, I don't have them out. Uh, Oh, they're over here. Okay, so uh, my tailors, uh, my acoustics, I run them through the Fishman. Um, that's just what I run. I don't. I, acoustics are very hard to sound, uh, very hard to get good sounds out of uh, uh, plugged in. So I got to, you got to use everything you can. All right. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I try not to talk a lot throughout the day if I know I'm doing the podcast, and I did today. I had a lot of uh, phone meetings. So. I even drank a, uh, or not drank, I had a, a lozenge before to make sure I was fine. Um, let's see, what else? 
What else do we got? Hold on. And like I said, if you have a question mark first, just let me know. Brad wants to know if I got any P-Rails installed yet. No, um, all the videos that have to do with that stuff just started, as you can see last this week, you got the first one, which was the top 10 uh, fret polishing systems. There's another fret polishing video comes out. Uh, so what I'm doing now is I'm filming them all in the new, uh, in the new space. Um, uh, so all that videos, they're coming out now. It's just, you know, like I said, I had to get all that done. So you'll see that stuff like that is on its way. Okay, what else? We also have easy to read name. <laughs> it's an easy to read name. It says, hey, Phil, I replaced the five way in my HSS with a six way. Did you know what didn't didn't know what I was doing, but it worked. And now I have one more position. I didn't expect bridge and neck. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's a good position too. gives you the telly sound in the middle position, kind of the telly vibe sound. Um, have you had any happy, happy accidents with modding? Oh, what a, wow, yeah, have I ever had any happy accidents with modding? I mean, not as many unhappy accidents, by 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 far more unhappy accidents. Any happy accidents with modding? Not that I can think of. That's a great question, though. I mean, um, I mean, if it was, it would have probably been, you know, so long ago, at least 20 years ago. So, you know what I mean, when I was poking around in guitars, more of an ex experimenting than, you know, nowadays. Um where everything nowadays, and when I say nowadays, I mean in the last 10 years, maybe 15 years, everything's really been, um, I keep doing the same things over and again. Here's the thing about this. You you guys, everybody out here knows this, this concept. Um, when you do something for a living, you do typically the same thing over and over again. When I work on guitars, yeah, every once in a while something new comes in, something exotic comes in, something strange or a strange request. But for every one of those, there's 20 of the same. Do this, do this, do this. Uh, I think there's probably not a tech out there that hasn't installed like 100,000 billion Seymour Duncan JBs and DiMaggio Super Distortions. Or, you know, so, so you know what I mean? You just kind of do the same over and over again. So, um, so I, not that I can think of, but that's a great question. So, okay. Um, and then a couple things, uh, two things. Okay. So make some quick announcements. So I'm going to get, do a giveaway. I gave away three Vega trims a couple weeks ago, uh, which are bridges. And what happened was Vega trim sent me a gold one, a brush nickel and a black. And, uh, I gave all three away. How though, although one person won black one, I was okay with the satin and one person wanted chrome or needed chrome. So uh, Ballant, one of our uh, patrons, one of the viewers uh, that, that that's uh, you guys know because he sent me products and I reviewed them before. He's just a viewer who's really excited about YouTube. So I appreciate that. Uh, he sent me a Vega trim, a chrome one. And so I gave that one away. So I have a gold one because I never gave the gold one away. So I need to give, give the gold one. I gotta, I'm gonna give it away at the end of the show, but I gotta tell you, please, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ship it overseas. So if you're overseas, I'm sorry. Here is why. It's not the expense. I have no, no problem with that. Right now, not the Vega trim that I sent to uh, Leonardo, Leonardo uh, so far, thankfully. But right now, I have sent out two things, uh, both on a personal note, not personal nature, not, not through the channel. Um, 
where one thing I spent eighty dollars and one spent a hundred and something dollars, and they've neither of them got to where they're supposed to be, and they're just floating out there for a month or two. It's very very difficult right now shipping overseas. So the Vega trim, I like to give it away, although it's got to be in the United States. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize. I apologize. It's not even a cost thing. Even if you're outside the country and you just say, "Hey, I'll pay for it," it's not that. It's I'm uh, I'm getting nervous. I don't want I don't need a half a dozen things out there floating in the world not getting to where they're supposed to get to. Um, Okay, so, and one of it sucks. One's a gift for a friend uh, over in Germany, and uh, and uh, I have to contact them this next week to tell them they've got to go to their post office to go claim it and stuff. And I'm like, what a disaster, and hope it's there. So there you go. There's That's done with that. But we'll be doing that at the end of the show. And I promised something special. So at the end of the show, I promised you last week I'd show you some pictures of me when I was in uh, the uh, the Pentecostal band so uh we'll i'll show you that too and then we'll do an unboxing somewhere in the show um uh let's see uh i rock z blue says i've never seen a vega trim show it i uh you i got videos i can link you right to them buddy so when i do the index here i'll link you to a bunch of the videos uh the atlantis guitar the guitar i did the great guitar build off guitar has one so that's probably the easiest one and uh to to check out and so but i like i said i've done two also there's marty uh marty Marty Freeman, Marty Schwartz, Marty Schwartz's channel. If you go to Marty Schwartz and just type in uh, Phil McKnight made me a guitar, fix my guitar or whatever. Uh, I modded his guitar with one as well. Um, let's see. Uh, hold on a second. As I look around. <laughs> everyone gets a bridge. Um, Hmm. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just poking around. Okay, so Matt's got a question. It says, hey, know any good tricks to keep a loose strat pickup switch knob on? Uh, Mike keeps falling off. Love the channel. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could, don't glue it. <laughs> That's the thing I got to tell everybody. Please don't glue. Don't try and glue the switch tips on. Um, first of all, 90% of the time it won't work the glue, especially like super glue, just won't bond the plastic to the metal and it won't work anyways. And heaven forbid the stuff rolls, uh, uh, you know, uh, rolls, uh, you know, drains down into your uh, switch and causes problems there. The other thing is, is um, if it does work, then you can't get it off ever. So, and that's a nightmare too. I've cut enough of those things off over the years um, to, to, to swap a, a five-way switch or a three-way switch. Uh, so what do I use? I use a piece of tape. Uh, I like uh, um, uh, Teflon tape, you know, like plumber's Teflon tape. That's it works. I just put a piece over the top of the switch, not around the sides, on the top so that the, the uh, uh, man, sometimes I need more props. That's what I need. Like like a performer need, need props. Like if this was the Teflon tw tape and my phone was the switch, I run the Teflon tape over it like so. In fact, since the white side up like so, like that right? Like that. And then I put the switch on that way. So it's just like a little piece like that. You can use that. You can use any kind of tape. I find that works really good. If you wrap it around this way, like in other words, wrap around the switch, the metal blade this way and try to, all it's going to do is just push it down as you push it on there. So I go around right on the top and it works fine. And like I said, you can use anything, uh, but most tapes are going to be a little thick, like electrical tapes really thick. And if, but you could do it, just any of that stuff, just enough to just cause a lot enough uh, for our pressure to hold it on there. So super easy. Or you can just get a new tip. <laughs> but uh, using tape, it works perfect. 
let's see. Hold on, hold on. I'm jumping around looking. HG says, hey, Phil, what do you think of Harley Benton pedals? I've never tried Harley Benton pedals. Uh, like I said, I've only tried just a handful of Harley uh, Benton products. And everything I tried, I thought was pretty good. Like I said, they're definitely good for the money for sure. So. Okay. Hold on. Uh... Sarang uh, just did a super chat. He said, uh, for the live show props fund. Well, you know, what's good is, here's what here's what's good. <laughs> what's great. Uh, if you saw the new video uh, this week, which was the 10 uh, fret polishing systems, that was in the studio, uh, the shop studio now. So now I have my office studio and then I have the shop studio. And the shop studio is actually, everybody's like uh, excited about it. It's kind of fun. It's a funny, weird thing to be excited about. Everybody's like, I'm so excited. I'm excited. I don't know why you guys are excited. I'm excited because what happened is my shop area is almost half the size it was before. So it's a lot smaller, not quite. It's about 30, 40% smaller than it was before. So it's not like it got better, <laughs> it got smaller, but now it has climate control. And so uh, quiet climate control. I can actually heat and cool the thing quietly, the room, where before uh, the only way to cool the room was with loud, uh, a loud, uh, rapid of coolers. Uh, so, um, so that's why I can, that's why I'm excited because I can film in there more now, right? Um, uh, because I can uh, not only keep it cooler, warming is not a problem, but cooling it, but also um, they can run uh, while I'm, while I'm recording. So I can stay that way. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, so I'm excited. So obviously, uh, there will be, uh, uh the live stream. I'm going to do a live stream from there. Uh, I'm going to test it with the patrons first. We'll work out all the kinks and then I'll do like, we talked about this. Remember we talked about this a few months ago. I don't forget about anything we talk about on these shows. So you guys know anything just, uh, some of you guys get frustrated because I'll talk about something and then, and you months later, you're like, or weeks later, sometimes months later, you're like, Oh, we haven't done that. Everything is, uh, I write everything down. Not only do I have to watch every live episode of me talking and timestamp what I said, I actually make notes. So we had talked about months ago about doing the last episode every month from my shop area. And then that way, when you have questions like tech questions or tool questions, instead of just having a nice, you know, background of cool looking guitars, I could actually go, oh yeah, it's this tool and this tool. And the camera, the, the rig downstairs, which is where I repair now, uh, has two cameras set up. It'll probably eventually have three, but right now I like two, so two. So there's two cameras switching in there live. So I can switch to the down camera, which show, so I can do this. So very excited about that stuff. That's like I said, everything, like I said, so everything you guys do, everything you suggest, I write it down. If it's practical, if it makes sense, if I think it's going to improve the show or improve what we do here, you know, and it gets implemented at some point. So thank you. Oh, by the way, thank you, Sarang, uh, uh, for, for the super chat. Um, let's see. Okay. Hold on a second. Um, Kyle wants to know, are Gretsch electromatics still made by WMIC world manufacturer? No, I don't think they ever were. So, you know, uh, uh, or are they made in China? How is the quality looking at the G 5622 T? So as far as I know, and again, uh, you know, uh, but I, I, like I said, I'm going to give a guess, but I'm going to, my guess is, is pretty, pretty backed by some information. Uh, as far as I know, uh, electromatic, as we know them made in Korea have always been made by Mir 
uh, which is so in in Korea, there's some factories, but everybody knows World. World's the one that got famous because PRS starts putting them on there. And now everybody goes, oh, it's World. World is a, 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 obviously the large, a large factory in, in Korea, but so is Mir. And so World uh, makes stuff uh, like they make the, the new Abasi guitar. They make uh, a lot of the Schecters that you see that are made in Korea. They make any of the LTDs made in Korea. They make the Korean Chapmans if they're still doing those. Uh, you know, they, they used to make the Korean uh, PRSs, but those are now made by Court in Indonesia. Um, and in, in the Mir factory in Korea, you're going to have uh, guitar brands like um, uh, Reverend is made by Mir and Electromatic by Gretsch is made by Mir. So uh, Electromatic, for the most part, if it's hollow body, especially full hollow bodies, are usually made in Korea by Mir. But even though they've had those guitars made by them in Korea, they've always had made in China ones as well. So um, certain models. So you'd have to look up the model to see if it's made in China or made in Korea. But if it's made in Korea, it's probably made by Mir. And uh, if it's made in China, I don't know who makes it. Probably Court. That'd be my guess. So because Court has a, a, a Chinese factory that does a lot of acoustics and hollow bodies. So it'd be a good educated guess to say that that's likely that they're one of the manufacturers or, you know, but I don't think it really matters. But yeah, uh, otherwise, uh, all the all the import uh, uh, Indonesian, all the Indonesian cor uh, China court, all the Indonesian, China and Korean uh, Gretches I put my hands on for the most part have been pretty good. Um, if there is a Gretsch that I put my hands on that's not very good, it's usually because it's like a lower price model and maybe something went, w you know, wacky with it, fret sprout or whatever. But so. Uh <laughs> I'm going to say Litve. Litve says, you still uh, have your CMG? I don't. I traded it off. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, I'll, I'll explain too. Uh, it says, I love the Casino ES125. Then Hollow Electric did the CMG have acoustic resonance or is it more like a weight relief? Uh, should I hunt for one? It was acoustic resonant because it's super thin. It's not weight relief. The, the CMG, so he's talking about the CMG uh, Ashley guitar, which I did sharpen my axe on. Um, that guitar... Let me, let me tell you that. So there was, I'm trying to think how many guitars there were. That was just one of maybe three guitars that what I was trying to do was stop myself from buying a guitar. So um, I wanted a PRS Hollow Body 2. I've wanted a PRS Hollow Body 2 for at least 12 years now. I, I've, I just want one. And and they keep going up and, and they're psychotically, astronomically expensive. Uh, I'm not saying overpriced. That's up for everybody to decide. They're just expensive. They're uh, out of my comfort zone of price point. They're just, you know, uh, but I wanted one. And so to not buy one, I ended up buying a few hollow guitars and the CMG was one because I was because I was like uh, when I did the CMG, I was doing gear math. Just sometimes gear math works backwards too. It works in different directions. I was doing the well. It's made in America. Check mark. Uh huh. Right. You know. It's it's hollow. Ah. Okay. It's a hollow. Right. And uh, you know it's cool. It's unique. You know. It checked all these boxes and it was sub one hundred or one thousand dollars. Right. So sub one thousand dollars. I was like, okay. It's all these things are great. Let's get that. The problem wasn't that it wasn't great. The problem was it didn't didn't fill what I wanted, which is what I wanted was I wanted the the pizza system or the 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 the, uh, the piezo system, piazzo, sorry, piazzo system, uh, piezo. There you go. It's piezo. I think the actual way to say it is piezo, but everybody will probably argue it no matter what you say. But I'm pretty sure it's piezo. Um, uh, but um, but uh, that's why I traded it off. I traded it off and and got something else. Um, in fact, I ended up getting a Taylor T5. 
which I have somewhere on here. Same thing. That was another guitar. Just trying not to buy the hollow body too. And my wife basically got tired of watching me go through this. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and I've, we've talked about this, uh, you know, some of us, like I said, we've talked about this. Some of us were affected by, uh, the COVID, uh, financially and some of us weren't, I was actually affected by it at first. It, it, it just, it was uh, shut down my ability to do any repairs. It shut down a bunch of other stuff. We have some other businesses that just were affected. I had some, this, let's say it was, a, it was pretty dark for the first two months of this, uh, which is why I really, really liked having the podcast to talk about. You guys were like, you know, please keep doing it. It's exciting. And so I was doing it and it was really at first, I was actually dreading it because I was like, I don't know how I'm going to talk about anything because I'm not in that mood, but it actually, I actually had a blast and now I'm glad I did it. And everything ended up working up out uh, for the best it could work out. Okay. Um, so anyway, so my wife's like, look, you know, so she got me to got it. So that's what happened. Uh, Lidvay's I, I bought that guitar, but, um, I like the, uh, the Ashley. It was a cool guitar. If you're looking for a cool, different guitar, hollow American, uh, Ashley, check it out. It is super, super. That's why I did the sharp my axe on it. The sharp my axe on it was because the only complaint I have about the guitar is it is super top heavy, the neck heavy. Uh, so, uh, but once I did that, once I took those big, heavy, uh, uh Grover tuning keys off, it really fixed the whole problem. It was really nice. So, so there, there you go. Like I said, um, and then that's what was going on next. Next, I was going to change it out to pickups and I was going to put a, uh, a piazzo system or a piezo system, pizza system in it. And, uh, once I did that, uh, once I started talking about that, my wife's like, just, just, just buy the guitar, the, the one you want. <laughs> she didn't say it like that. That's just how I say she th says things. She probably, she, you know, she just said, do it probably in a nice voice. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, let's see. Hold on. And again, like I said, if you're talking to me, do the question marks first. So I know you're talking to me. Um, uh, David wants to know, Hey, Phil, do you talk to Godin? Uh, if so, can you do a review of their Strat and Tele shaped guitar around $600? I really value your opinion. Uh, I have not ever talked to Godin. The only conversation I've ever had, I've had two conversations with Godin's and they were both with Godin's with Godan. Sorry. I've had two conversations with Godan over the years. Both conversations were this uh, were when I did the "How do you say their name?" which is Godan. That was about how long uh, this conversation is, is how long I talked to him. And when I did my best guitars, like under uh, you know a thousand dollars, and I put them in the number one spot, uh, they shared the video and said thank you on my Facebook. And then I said cool. And then I did the you know the tap, which is hey, if you ever want any more videos, I love Godan. And, uh, I don't, uh, I don't get the sense. I could be totally wrong. If you guys see other channels, maybe promoting Godan, I get the sense they're not wired for for YouTube and social media. Uh, some companies just don't, don't, don't get it. Don't get why, uh, you know, that tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, thousands of guitar players watching another guitar player talk about guitars is a positive thing for them. I don't understand how they don't get it. <laughs> and I could tell you this, uh, it is it, the companies that that's part of the, I said this before. And again, that's what those QAs are about. Anything you guys want to know about what's going on and we talk about it. Look, there are some companies that don't get it. That's a fact. And there are some companies that do get it. And the ones that get, get, do get it. That's why you keep seeing them on every YouTube channel. They're pounding it out, man. They're killing it. They're making all the money. The other guys aren't, they're killing. There is no cheaper way to advertise a product. I can do a video and make a company $100,000 in profit off a video. 
And if they just sent a guitar, a $300 guitar to me, that's insane. Is uh, Some of you guys are business owners out there. That's insane. I used to pay a fortune for advertising and get nothing in return. <laughs> that is the norm. You pay a lot in advertising. And if, you know, if it, it works out, it works out. But usually there was no way for small, mid-sized companies to get great advertising. Uh, in today's day and age, it's practically free. <laughs> it's practically free. Um, you know, especially like I said, if you have an interesting product, the way I do things, if you have an interesting product, I, I just will review it. You just have to send it to me, review it, send it back and call it a day because I know you guys are interested in it. You'll get views. It'll be exciting. You know, if it's not an interesting product, in other words, I don't think a lot of you are going to like it. Then, you know, we, we talk, maybe they have to leave it with us or maybe we do the giveaways. I don't know. I try to find something else that will be exciting about the product, but, but sadly enough, companies like uh, Godan that I really, really respect and like and recommend them all the time they're just not really don't seem into the into the the platform so hey here's the thought everyone <laughs> since since i'm in this mood today why not here's a funny thought sweetwater and toman they get youtube and they're having record years and guitar center doesn't understand youtube and how's that working out for them see how funny it seems to be working out that way um, so there you go. So there's, if you're out there and you're a company and you're thinking about working with YouTube, uh, and, and Instagram and all that stuff, I highly recommend you do it. Especially you guys, you small guys out of your garage, do it. I have a lot of you guys, hopefully maybe you're still watching. A lot of companies have reached out to me that are tiny companies, like literally a guy or a gal in their garage, knocking out product have literally, um, I won't ever say this, you know, cause I don't, you know, I don't kiss and tell, but I can tell you and anybody long-term viewers know who I'm talking about. I've, I've taken at least a, a dozen companies since I've had you, my YouTube channel and literally turned them from a, not even a company into a company because they got a shot here and then they got a couple of other shots out there. So, so there you go. So there you go. There you go. Uh, hold on. Rich, uh, Rich uh, says, Sam Ash is doing good on Instagram right now and a little on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, you know, um, uh, uh, Sammy and the, and Richard and and Ben, uh, you know, Ben Ash, Sammy Ash, Richard Ash, uh, you know, obviously uh, they they understand YouTube like everybody else. They are they were, in my opinion, a little slow to the game at first, but ahead of so many others uh, for sure. But yeah. I mean, I think to this day, so, you know, I think I still have the most watch ever video with a Sam Ash, you know, when I did the video in there, Sam Ash, because I've done two videos of Sam Ash, three at Sam Ash. Um, and, um, and they got it because obviously, uh, those, those videos are all the same videos. I literally just called, uh, either Richard or Sam, Sammy and said, Hey, can I make a video at your store? And they were like, sure. <laughs> they were super nice. Like they didn't go why they just went sure we don't care what you do and then later they were like wow that was crazy i'm like yeah it was fun um uh let's see um ben says brent not ben brent says what am i grateful for ah because thanksgiving's coming well obviously uh you know everybody's like you're grateful that your family's healthy and stuff right now i'm just grateful to be working uh i'm grateful that people are uh that i and my family and friends are healthy uh, and I could honestly say a year or two year ago, 
five years ago, if somebody's asked me that, I would probably make a kitschy like, yeah, I'm probably sure I'm happy that everybody's safe and happy. But and then I'd say I'm really grateful that I got a cool guitar. But right now, seriously, no joke. I'm very grateful that uh, my friends and family are safe and uh, and uh, that we're still able to uh, to make a living and keep going. Because and, and and notice I'm saying all my friends and family are safe. I, 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 I do have that. Unfortunately, I don't have all my friends and family are working right now or making money. So I have uh, everything from good friends, close friends to close family members who are not not doing so well. So um, but they will be doing well. So that's the good part. Uh, I'm an optimistic person that way. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, Quantran wants to know, Hey Phil, what's that red guitar next to the bass? That is my Alvarez scoop. Uh, I have a video on that, like five things you don't know about Alvarez scoop. And then of course, I think I have a review of that guitar. If you want to see it, I have it out cause I was doing something with it. <laughs> Notice I'm not saying I didn't, wasn't playing it. I wasn't playing it. I was actually doing something with it. I was measuring it for, for another project I was working on. Uh, <laughs> uh, AIS, I don't know, AS, AS says, Phil, Phil, please let us know what the amazing, I can't tell you what the micro amps are. Like I said, I can tell you that they're supposed to come out in late December. And, uh, and uh, there you go. That's what I can tell you. Um, what I, what I will tell you though, is that if you're concerned, uh, no, I, again, I, I can't keep leaking any, any more information than this. I just, like I said, the whole point I brought that up was, I think they're really cool. I think you guys are going to like them. And I keep saying they, that's the important part to understand. Everybody's trying to guess the company. You know, what's funny is a bunch of people have put comments on the videos, the last couple of podcasts, uh, what, what amps they are, they think they are. They're probably almost all, all right. And a couple are a little wrong. There's a lot, there are a lot of amps from a lot of companies. There you go. There you go. It's going to be cool. That's it. I've already said too much. All right. Uh, uh, Antonio says, Hey, Phil, what is your thoughts of the Epiphone inspired by Gibson lineup? Okay. So great segue, Antonio. So, uh, let's talk about that. So he's talking about these guitars right here. I would have them queued up because, uh, each week now I want to talk about whatever new products are coming out. We'll explain that in a minute, why we're going to do that on the show, on the live shows. So he's talking about the new Epiphone inspired by Gibson ES339 and 335 models. As you can see right here, they look pretty cool. Uh, it's got the new Epiphone headstock and, uh, it's got the right name. It's called the ES-335 and ES-339. Now, they had an Epiphone 339 before. Um, I'm actually excited about it. So here's what I wanted to talk about. We're going to segue into this. And thank you, Antonio. So here are the new products this week. Let me go over them. And then and then we're going to talk about which one do you think I should buy and review. And we'll explain why. We have to do this in a second. So the next product that's out this week is the new Mesa Boogie uh, Badlander. It's a rectifier. Uh, there's a 50 and a 100 watt head. I'm not too interested in myself in reviewing this. I own a Mesa Boogie. I like it. You know, I'm not really in the market for a $2,000 uh, 50 watt head right now because I have a bunch of heads and I really like my angle so I can imagine but I just want to talk about that another interesting app that came out if you guys didn't see it was the new next tone by boss this is like an $899 amp and different than the other next tones which uh, you know were kind of like the blues cube kind of a vibe of amps this looks like they're trying to go for like a boutique uh 
katana on steroids with tube uh, emulation and stuff. So $899, very cool. That came out this week. The other thing that came out this week was the new Freeman small box. So I'm a huge fan of the BE100 or the BE uh, OD, I should say, uh, pedal. I still use it and I love it as much as the day is the day I bought it. And yes, I did buy that pedal. And uh, so I'm imagining this has got more of that vintage kind of crunch and, and not as much as the high gain as the BE. So very cool. And interesting enough, let me go back to me on this uh, weird thing. I put some links down below. And of course, some of those are affiliate links, some are not. But the affiliate links, if you if you buy any of this stuff, you know, it kicks the channel a little, little bit and it doesn't cost you anything. But the thing about the small box that's interesting is it's on Sweetwater, which is the link to you, on sale already. It's literally just came out this week, but it's already on sale for $169. So if you're thinking about getting one, it's $169 seems legit. Seems like a good price for, for that pedal. So um yeah, so there you go. Uh, if you like the BE, I'm thinking if you like the BE one uh, BOD, but thought it was had too much gain, too fizzy. Maybe this is uh, maybe, that's why I'm curious checking it out. Maybe I should get one. Of course, we talked about the Epiphones. Then the new Keeley Hydra. I actually was on the phone with Robert Keeley a few months ago when he was talking about this. He was super excited. This is like a uh, $250 pedal. This is um, a really cool mashup pedal where it's got two different effects in one. It looks really cool as well. And then obviously uh, Pedal Pal uh, came out with the new, um, oh, this is the wrong one. No, it's the right one. This is the gold over, no, what is it? It's the Pal, so this picture is the wrong one. The one that's coming out, I actually have. Let me show you. The guys at Pedal Pal sent me one. I actually sent me one a while back. This is the Plexi emulator pedal. So obviously I'll be doing a, a video on this because they were nice enough to send one out. So that was really cool that it came out that well. Well, and it's really interesting take on this. And if you guys know the Pedal Pal guys, look, in my opinion, no no pedal company has has more love for Marshall than these guys. <laughs> uh, Luis and Alvaro, I mean, literally, they 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 eat sleep Marshall tone and they they really know how to get it so this thing's uh it's it's a really cool thing and, and like I said I'll, I'll be sharing it with you the other thing is uh that came out this week was Lawrence no wrong one where's it at why can't I see it oh I don't have it queued up I don't have a picture for some reason in my system so I apologize I can't share it. Uh, Lawrence Petros Designs came out, uh, redid the uh, 68 Deluxe with a new look, a new metallic purple. And uh, and uh, I put a link. So if you go, I'm sorry, I don't have the picture, but you can cut a link. Um, I won't be reviewing that, but I'll be reviewing something else from him. That's really cool. So obviously uh, I'm, I'm going to be doing those two. The Keeley, the uh, uh, Friedman, the Next Tone, and the Epiphones, those four are the ones I'm, I'm considering buying to review. If you guys uh, would love to put comments about which ones you think you should get, you guys, if you want to put the Mesa Boogie, if I get enough people, I'll, you know, I'll do it. Um, I just, I've been doing more product reviews where I'm just buying the products again and doing it that way. Um, you know, uh, let's just, let's just, you know, say it, that's how it's going. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I, I i really thank you guys and again this is just a time to thank you guys thank you guys literally you guys on average for a when i do gear reviews for a channel my size you guys literally have been you have been making it to where i'm doing two and three times the views that a normal gear review channel would get for views and you guys are really killing and you guys uh are are also very cool that you guys literally like stuff, I guess, because you buy off the affiliate links and that revenue. And it's been doing well enough to where I'm like, okay, let's, let's keep getting gear and, and, and doing reviews and stuff. But, um, 
But when I'm reaching out to companies, what I'm really getting is, is look, they're really not interested in, in like an independent review thing right now. That's not the thing right now with companies are more interested in demos. And I just don't know how to shut up and not tell you what I think. So, uh, so I'll just, you know, buy the stuff and tell you what I think. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> we get to check out gear and uh, it'll be fun. And then we'll go from there. So like I said, put your comments, especially after the replay of this and stuff. And like I said, I'll, I'll pick whichever one of those four. I'd rather, like I said, I'd rather pick one of those four than the Mesa Boogie, but it's all new gear and let's let's see what, what's interesting. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, Christopher's uh, said he just checked Sweetwater. Yeah, like I said, link, uh, link down below, $169.99 for the pedal. Very cool. Uh, <laughs> okay, some of you guys are, are, you guys' comments are amazing. Okay, let me get to some more questions. Good time while I'm reading. I will drink some water. I don't know why I tell you guys I drink water. Because for all you know, it could be coffee. Um, I wish it was coffee. I would drink coffee and do this uh, show if I could. But it's um, it, I need the water to, from my throat. Okay, so Rick James, 5150. That's just cool. Rick James 5150 says, what are your thoughts about the PVH, uh, HP2? Uh, my Mexico EVH Wolfgang is nothing but trouble. Um, you know, I, have seen that sometimes a, a Mexican Wolfgang, I've seen one or two where they're like, you know, they have problematic stuff. I mean, I haven't had the issue with the ones I've had and, uh, but you know, they're out there. There's, a, there's always an issue with some guitar everywhere. Um, the HP twos by PV. I, I, you know, I picked up the first batch when they were at the summer NAM. I want to say 2018. I think that sounds right. If anyone remembers, might've been 2019, whatever it was when they did them. Um, cool things. Couple things I didn't love. I think they have import pickups. Again, it's not like a bad thing because the price on those are pretty realistic for what they are. They're using some old school parts. I mean, it's cool. Obviously I have a PV Wolfgang, so I like PV's quality. I like the guitars. Um, it's just hard to say, you know. Uh, you know, I don't think it's a bad guitar to get. How about that? I just wish I could be like, yes, I played it. It was amazing. But I picked it up. I thought it was cool. Um, I was with another YouTube channel and we asked them. That's how we know. We said, hey, oh, they said they're sourcing the parts. They have, you know, old parts left over and then they're getting new parts. And then we're like, oh, well, what pickups? Because the pickups are kind of like the lifeblood of the guitar. And we said, what pickups are you using? And they said, oh, we're having the pickups made overseas. And, uh, and nothing wrong with that. Cause I like import pickups as well, but we were like, we were hoping they were going to be like, Oh, we're using the original pickups and stuff. So that was the only negative. Other than that, the guitars played great and I didn't get to hear it cause there was nothing to plug into and hear it. So, uh, let's see. Um, Serang, Serang says, Hey Phil, hope uh, you're well. I am well, buddy says, uh, uptrade, uptraded a 2002 Ibanez RG 570 for an Ibanez Woody. Gem, I love the Woody Gem. The, that's the Steve I Gem that has the dark wood and then the wood light wood pickguard. Uh, this is my second Woody Gem, and the first one is my number one. Love them. Have you ever tried one? Yeah, yeah, of course I've tried one. The pickups are fantastic. Yeah, I like. Look, I I don't know what it is. I I I, and it's not just me. There are a lot of players out there that like this now. For some reason, I'm liking a lot of the Indonesian Ibanez's over the the main Japan ones. Um, 
and and the gyms are no exception. The new gyms, the new major Japan gyms are okay. I don't like them as much as my old ones, but I like the new Indonesian gyms. Um, the only issue I've heard, and the only issue I think too on some of the Indonesian Ivan is this: every once in a while you get some, you get one that has issues. Like I've had one with like a neck issue and stuff. But for the most part, when they're right, they are amazing. And there's enough of them out there, and the prices are out there that you can pick and find one. So that's what you do: you find the right one and you get it. So yeah, I I like it. I kind of wish I bought one of the surf green or seafoam green uh, gems. Uh, I don't know why I didn't do it. I should have done it. I, I I don't know. Maybe I still can. They're still out there. Uh, Troy says, hey, Phil, just bought a guitar online and it, it has a, wait, it has a strong, uh, okay, sorry. It has a strong smoke smell on the guitar and the case. What is the best way to eliminate the smell on both? Thank you. Um, well, first of all, air it out is the, is really important. Um, a fan, believe it or not. I know that sounds silly, but yeah, put a fan. The case, um, the case you can just probably use, you know, whatever you would clean smoke smell out of, you know, anything else. I don't, I don't know if I'd use for freezer stuff. Somebody once recommended you can use charcoal. You can buy charcoal and do it. Um, the guitar though, however, um, it depends, but uh, you know, I would just clean the guitar with some guitar polish, clean the neck, you know, clean everything, just clean everything. That's the most important thing. And the case, um, like I said, I don't think you can clean the case. I think you can uh, deodorize the case, right? And there's probably odor eaters and stuff you can put in there as well. But believe it or not, I've had great success with just literally putting a fan next to the items and just letting them air out. And that will reduce, you'll see how much it will reduce in just a day or two. So yeah, it's tough. I understand, man. If you don't like the smoke smell, uh, it's it's a real hard thing to get past. Uh, I've had it on amps and the same thing. It's just air them out. Um, in most cases, it never goes away. That's the bad, bad thing. Some of some of you out there might have suggestions on it as well on how to clean it. Um, in in the shop, when we get stuff like that in the shop, we would just usually clean it. Like I said, clean it the best you can using whatever cleaners you you like um, for guitars. Like I said, polish cleaners and stuff. Uh, Grumpy Mike says uh, the new shop studio looks awesome, and why not? Happy weekend! Uh, great, uh, thank you, Mike. Uh, I really appreciate it. I enjoyed your video. I watched your video of your brother. Uh, Grumpy Mike's brother made him an acoustic guitar, uh, so it was a really, really interesting video. Uh, uh, I would, I'll, I'll link it in the index because, like I said, it was just really cool to see. Um, Grumpy Mike's brother literally just learned and taught, you know, and learned how to build acoustic guitars. Um, there's more to the story. I don't want to ruin the video. Otherwise you won't watch it. It's like one of those trailers where it tells you the whole story. And you're like, why watch the movie? Um, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful work of art of guitar. And it was really cool to watch, a, a, an unboxing like that. It's uh, one of the things that I would recommend that if you're, uh, you're not going to see stuff like that too much on YouTube, that situation like that, where somebody builds a guitar for somebody like that. So uh, Matt Presley says, uh, know any good tricks to keep a loose strat pickup? Oh, we already did this one. I'm sorry, buddy. I did, sorry, Matt. Uh, let's see. I have no idea how to say this. I don't know how to say the name at all. Um, I'm going to call it. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm just going to read the question. I'm sorry. I apologize. There's so many letters in that name that don't make any sense to me. <laughs> W zero W O J. Why did I say zero W O J C I? I'm going to say Wuchek. Oh man. I'm just, it's, it's just, I, I apologize. It was fun to try. 
I'd love to see if it, uh, what it is phonetically. Uh, just supporting the show. Keep it up, man. I appreciate that. I wish I could get your name right. I hope I'm close. Where I live, you know, there's so much Spanish here. The J's are silent. So I always see it as Woot Czech. Uh, well, because like the C-I-A-C-H is like Czech, like Czech Republic. So I'm thinking like Woot Czech. I, I, I hope I'm. I'd be. I would love to hear what phonetically it really is since I butchered it. Um how are we doing on time? We're doing good. So we have time to do this. I'm trying not to sneeze. So Okay. Hold on a second. I'm really trying. That's the worst thing ever. I'm live and try not to sneeze. Okay. Um Okay, so Tim's question is how long does it take to sell a thousand to fifteen hundred dollar guitar? I have two for sale, a Martin Streetmaster and a Fender Ultra, aggressively priced, Craigslist, Facebook. Well, get off Craigslist. That's just horrible. Craigslist is where you sell like your old crate amp for 30 bucks. That's where you sell that stuff. Craigslist, every time I see anybody trying to sell, there's a guy, if you're local in Arizona, it's cracking me up. There's a guy on Craigslist trying to sell a Nuno Paduke in four and i think originally had it for like 16 1700 which on reverb they were going for two grand and then now he's down to 1300 and they're still going for two grand i understand what he's doing just put it on reverb um or ebay so uh yeah first thing get off craigslist uh if you guys don't remember i i said i tried to sell craigslist my amazing marketing title i think craigslist should have this beautiful marketing title that i've come up with called craigslist where people with no money go to shop and, uh, and that, that, but I don't think they want it, but anyways, uh, Facebook and offer up and stuff that sometimes can do. Okay. You got to get lucky though, because again, you got to think about it when you're on Craigslist and Facebook and that stuff, and you're looking for deals, you're looking for that, like, you know, impulse, you know, like $200 pedal, maybe for, you know, a hundred bucks kind of deal. You're not looking for thousand dollar guitars. You're looking for a deal on a thousand dollar guitar. So I understand you're saying that you're being aggressive, but remember you gotta, you know, somebody's gonna have, you're gonna have to be real aggressive. Uh, reverb, not my action after 30 days. Reverb. I think there's a mass exodus of reverb. I'll tell you a funny thing. Uh, so I'm working on a project for uh, a video coming up and I needed something and I couldn't find, but like a half a dozen on reverb. And I was like, man, what is, what's going on? And then I went on eBay and there was hundreds of them. And then I start seeing this now. It's like, seems like a lot of people are going back to eBay. Uh, maybe because of the price increase cause reverb, maybe because there's issues reverb. I'm I getting more and more complaints from you guys messaging me and sending me emails, making comments on videos that you're not having great experience on reverb. So, so maybe eBay is the way to go. Um, you know what I mean? But lately it's been a, a, a seller's market. Selling guitars has been pretty easy, but, um, it is slowing down. It is, uh, you know, uh, I can tell, and a lot of a uh, lot of viewers are saying it is slowing down out there. So that's what I would do. Um, the other thing I've noticed too with reverb is reverb, especially eBay's bad too, but reverb especially there is a kind of like a spoil date. In other words, the longer it's on reverb, the more unlikely it's going to sell. So I would just take it off and then uh, wait a day. You don't have to. You don't have to wait, but I would, and then relist it. All new pictures, all new everything, and relist it again. Um, so there you go. If you re, uh, if you hit the relist button, re reverb just starts counting from the original days again, which sucks. And it's like, it seems like a lot of players, once they see if something's been listed for a long time, even if you keep reducing the price, it's like, kind of like they're not interested. Okay. Hold on a second. 
trying to see. Okay, hold on. There. Ah, sorry. Okay. I am. Uh, I didn't sneeze, but I think my allergies are kicking in. Okay, so uh, what else? Uh, next comes from Thunder Falcon, who says closest guitar out there to a Fender Hardfield Talon. So that's old school. Uh, you know, I mean, the Hardfield Talons were basically like Ibanez's. So, I mean, obviously the Ibanez RGs uh, are, are like that. Um, so I, I think some of the Yamaha uh, Yamaha guitars have a, a vibe like that. But me, if I was looking for a Hartfield Hartfield Talon, there was also Starfield too. You can look up Starfield guitars. If you're looking for one, you can't find them for some reason. Uh, the new Fender Heavy Metal Strats, they got that vibe. And of course, obviously the Ibanez RG stuff, I think has that vibe especially like the 550s and stuff. That's what I look. Greg Cage says, hey, Phil, great to see you live today. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. It says, have not played in a week. So not a great week. I understand. That sucks. Uh, love the new workshop studio. Great content and presentation. Thank you. Like I said, it, it's not even done in there. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's not sound treated yet. And that's what I got to do next. So it was a little little tough in, in, in the other day when I was doing it because I, I don't want the echo in there. Um, Okay, hold on. How are we doing? We're going to do an unboxing. Why not? Uh, give me a second. Uh, there's a thousand of us. Um, this was sent to me a while, a couple weeks ago. It's from Guitar Crate. I did an, an um, I did one of these as a video last year. Guitar Crate is a, is a guy named TJ. Um, he's offered to sponsor a video. I, I told him I'm not really interested, and he's very nice enough to understand why. I don't want to do a paid promotion video. I don't want to do a sponsored video. Um, I, I, I'm, I told him though, that if he ever wants to send any of this stuff, a box, this, I would open it on one of the live shows. And, uh, because here's the thing about this. So, you know, stuff like this, um, I, I would, I would never buy this for myself. I know a lot of you are like that same minded, you know, you wouldn't buy, this is a, one of those uh, things where you buy the subscription and then you get a box of stuff every month. That's not my thing. However, I will tell you, I have bought this for friends because <laughs> this is what you, you know, this is a great, it, sometimes you have a friend, you don't know how to get them. You get them something like this right now during the, the COVID thing. It'd probably be cool to have a, like, I'm really excited to open this today. So I sometimes wonder if I even know what I'm saying when I tell you guys, oh, like, I'm not really interested in this. But meanwhile, I'm like right now anxious as hell to see what's in it. So basically how this works, if you guys, you guys have seen it is you pay a, a monthly service and they send you a, um, a box of stuff and I want to see what's in it. So let's see. So if you bought uh, one of these guitar crates, so you can look, see, subscribe to greatness is their marketing. Good job, TJ. Uh, this is what you would get. Uh, and I'm assuming there's two tiers. This is another confusing thing. There's two tiers. The last two he sent me were the more expensive tier. So this is the more expensive tier. Um, you get some strings. Now you get to tell them if you like nines or tens and they send you specifically that. I use both, but 10 to 46, uh, Daddario is what I like. So good, good call there. That's great. You get in some earthwood acoustic strings, 12 to 54. So you get two sets of strings. That's pretty cool. Um, you get a, oh, this is a multi-tool. I have a ton of multi-tools. This is the Dunlop one. And I'm curious, let's share this. Um, this one is cool cause it's got the socket on there for the truss rod, which is more like what uh, Gibson has. If you don't have a multi-tool, <laughs> so, you know, I have tons of these. I probably trip over them how many I have. You, these are, these are really, 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 really good. 
multi-tools. Um, they, they'll, I keep them everywhere and they're constantly saving me. Uh, this is the peg winder. Now, this is the winder I use. Um, a lot of you guys like the uh, Ernie Ball makes a uh, electric screwdriver looking winder. Um, I use this on my uh, my uh, drill and I also use it on my um, my cordless uh, screwdriver. Uh, there you go. So love that. Good. That's good. This, I have no idea what the hell this is. Uh, I have no idea what this is. I am... I don't know what I'm doing. I hope this is a fun video. <laughs> this, I have no idea what the hell this is. It's like some kind of weird. Does anyone know what this is? <laughs> it, it's like a weird puzzle. I, I don't know what you do with it. Maybe, you, yeah, it keeps making, you know, look, I changed the shape of it to, to that. All right, you get this weird ass thing that I have no idea what it is. And somebody will be like, hopefully will tell me. You know what's funny was? I was going to say, I should have said it. I was going to say, I was hoping, I'm hoping there's one thing in this box that I've never seen or I think that's really cool. Well, here's something I've never seen. I just don't know what the hell it is at all. I can't even see, like it doesn't even say what it says. I have no idea. All right, there you go. This is your official demo of this thing that goes red and then, goes black and there it is it's a pick somebody says it's a pick it's a finger exercise I, maybe it's a finger exercise like like you just i don't know i don't know i'll be googling that there you go you get that thing uh oh you get some accelerate this is string lubricant i don't use string lubricant um uh and this is also will clean your strings um but uh if i did this is one of my favorite ones uh the applicator on this is really good like this, uh, Music Nomad uses makes these. A lot of companies make this. This one works pretty good. I've I've tried this in the past from the Dodario guys. Pretty cool. So you get that. I mean, it feels like a lot of stuff. You get a bag of picks. It's uh, it's the pick crate picks. But there you go. So that when your friends come over, they don't steal your picks. Uh, if you're if you have friends come over nowadays, and then the box is empty after this. Uh, empty. The last thing is a pick holder from Dunlop. And you get a pick holder. So you can see you get a cool a bunch of cool accessories. Um, like I like I said, it's it's hard for me to understand this stuff because as cool as it is, I have all this stuff. Um, so it's not like I'm out there going, wow, thanks, guy, uh, guys. But like I said, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. I have bought a couple of these box kits or box uh, subscriptions for friends. Uh, it's a good idea if you have... Uh, no, no idea what to get somebody. Just get them a bunch of mystery stuff. The, let, let me let me tell you. This is the weirdest way. Uh, like I said, this is why Guitar Crate would never want to pay me <laughs> or work with me because I'm I'm definitely not selling this thing very well. So, but here's what I want to tell you. Um, here's what I figured out about Guitar Crate. I don't know if it's the coolest thing to buy, but it is the coolest thing to get for free. <laughs> like you get a box of stuff and you go. I just opened up and it was a, it was really fun. So if somebody had bought this for me and sent it to me, I, I I'd re, I'd really like it. So like I said, since it's the holiday times, is why I I I told them I'd open one and check it out. Because again, if you're looking for cool ideas for your dad, for your son, for your brother, for your sister, for your mother, uh, you know, there you go. You can buy them a subscription to this. Uh, there you go. All right, I thought that was fun. Uh, Eric, the red says, I prefer, I prefer fast fret. Um, I have pretty much every single 
one of those and fast bread is definitely really really good is uh the only one i don't i like fingeries but i don't love it as much because it's kind of like you spray it it's always you know it works really great i just don't like the the liquidy part of it but yeah very cool very cool stuff uh i'll give props to guitar crate that's that is if i if i was new to guitar or if i didn't have years of of accessories stocked up in containers downstairs um I would, I would be, uh, this would be cool. But like I said, if somebody sent this to me, please don't send me one of these guys. He, he Guitar Crate did. <laughs> uh, it is cool to open. Like I said, it was cool. And I wanted to share it with you. So there you go. Um, okay, so let's get back to some questions. And uh, Franco says, how much is the subscription? You have to look it up. Uh, there's like a $25 a month one. Like I said, I think this is the more expensive one. And then he has a pedal one where you can get a random pedal sent to you every month. Uh, and that looks pretty cool too. And like I said, it, you know, this is not, please, you know, please don't put comments just as my, you know, for, for, for my, just for my two cents, don't put comments about, uh, what if it's a waste of money or not? This is not a practical purchase. You don't buy this because it's practical. <laughs> you buy it for fun. This is fun. Sometimes you buy stuff for fun, guys. Um, and like I said, if you buy something, uh, my daughter, I bought her a subscription service thing to the products. And my wife said the same thing. She's like, you could buy all the stuff in that box for, you know, if you buy them on sale. But, uh, you know, my daughter's face, you know, when they get stuff is cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's a cool, it's a cool experience. So, all right. Uh, yeah, somebody's got to, dude, I'm telling you, hold on, somebody, I hate it when I don't read, when I don't read what you guys are saying. Uh, Vance, somebody's got to figure out what this is. You know what, TJ, who owns Guitar Crate, might be watching. TJ, uh, I know I never answer your texts and I'm horrible, but if you text me what this is, I promise to tell everybody what the hell this is. I'm really, I'm really afraid that it's, I, it's so, so, you know, this is the first thing I've ever opened out of something like this, where I'm literally going, okay, it's going to be something. And, and then I'm going to have a moment like, of course it's a headstock something. I don't, it's hard plastic. It looks like rubber. It's hard plastic. So, um, somebody says a toy. I yeah, maybe it's that simple. Maybe it's just a thing you fidget with. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Maybe it's like a fidget spinner. Okay, so we did the unboxing. We talked about the new products. We answered some questions. There's some more questions to answer before we go. And we still have a giveaway to go. And something I promised at the end, right? Something I promised at the end that I'm, I am definitely not excited about. I hope you guys know I love you guys uh, because I do not know why I'm doing this. Um, uh, <laughs> Brian says, at this point, I hope TJ's not watching. Look, man, TJ is a cool guy. He understands. I've been very upfront with him. Uh, since the day I met him, he, he, he is a, a very cool guy. He, he worked at a guitar center in the accessories department and he sold accessories at guitar center for years and years and years. And he said, look, and the number one thing, and I could tell him the same thing. I worked in the same thing. I worked at the store every day. Most, a big chunk, I say it now, most huge chunk, huge chunk of people come in your store every day, not knowing what to buy, you know, either for the person they love or for themselves. They're like, come in they're like, Hey, I need some strings. What should I get? And it's just random. And you go in there and you get, you know, you know, most of you guys watching are guitar players. So you're like, oh, of course, Daddario, oh, of course, Ernie Ball, of course, Elixir. But not of course. It's not really that easy. Most people walk in the store and go, what kind of strings do I get? So he developed this idea of the idea to give you, it's not, a, everybody looks at this wrong. I'm sorry. Everybody, can, like I said, if you look at this practically, it's, it's dumb. Here's why. But it's not a practical thing. I understand that if you go out and 
find all these things on sale, you'll you'll save some money. The problem is, is he's saying, what if you don't know what these things are? But also, um, you're getting to try new things. Like I said, that's why I said I've tried so much stuff over the years. It's hard to find something I haven't tried yet, it, much less done a video on, but it's even tried. Um, the whole point is like, you know, maybe when you get this today, there's somebody out there and I know right now who are like, what's a string cleaner and why do I want it? What's an, you know, what, why do I need that? Well, now you'd be able to try it and, and have that experience. Um, you know, think about this. If I didn't know, if I didn't buy all this stuff over the years and try it, there's no way I would have a successful, well, I'll call it successful YouTube channel, uh, where I get to talk about all the stuff that I've experienced. So there you go. Um, it gives you a, a case or a, a Gives you a, a, a taste. Did I say case? Gives you a taste of all this stuff is what I'm trying to say. Um, and I think he did a good job. Everything in there would be something, I'd, except for this thing, <laughs> would be something I'd wreck. Maybe the whole point of this is so that it's a conversation piece. So when your friends come over, you can talk about this. Because I will be talking about this tomorrow. I'm sure about it. When Okay. Um, all right. What else do we got? Besides <laughs> some more questions. Okay, uh, let's knock out the couple last questions and then we'll get to the end of the show. And um, and uh, what are we going to do? We're going to talk. Uh, who are we talking to? We are talking to. Uh, hold on, hold on. I got to get where I left off. Okay, uh, the next one is from Guillermo. Hey, Guillermo, it says, uh, a beer on me. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I will partake in a beer tonight. Uh, sometimes it's nice when I'm indexing the show. I like to drink a beer because, um, you know, I just got to watch what I just said for an hour, two hours. Um, but uh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. It says, uh, Goth Rocker 7. There were six Goth Rockers before Goth Rocker 7. <laughs> he was like, Goth Rocker 1. No, not approved. Goth Rocker 2? No, nope. There's two out there too. Goth Rocker 3? No. <laughs> I always think that when I see somebody's name like that and then the number at the end, I'm like, I know it's probably he likes the number seven or they like the number seven, but I also think like maybe they just keep trying until they got to that. So uh so anyways, uh he want uh I should say they they want to know my opinion on Kiesel Guitars. Love your channel. I love Kiesel Guitars. Uh I own three. I bought a Vader, uh, which I which I love. I play. In fact, in fact, all my Kiesels are actually in front of me because I'm playing them right now. Uh, my Theos is the guitar that um, the Theos kind of ruined the AZ Ibanezes for me. If you guys know, I was really heavy on the Ibanez AZs. I love them still. Don't get me wrong. I still have a, a, a bunch of them, I, right? Um, and I was really like, oh, these are great. These are great. And then I got the Kiesel Theos. And then for some reason, it just really kind of just became about that. So when I go to grab one, I try to grab that one or I, I don't try. I just grab that one. Um, like Kiesel. Uh, Kiesel guitars. I like them a lot. So, so you know. Um, I bought one last year. I think I, just the story, if you guys don't know, I mean, I have videos out there, but sometimes I, um, the story is really cool. You guys wanted me to review a Kiesel. You kept talking about it. Just like today where I talked about, I'll buy one of the products and do a video. I bought a Kiesel Vader used. I got it. It was like mint condition to do a video. I did a video review and then I did a demo video with my teacher with it. And uh, Jeff Kiesel and Brandon from Kiesel saw it, reached out to me and said, we'd like to send you a guitar and do more reviews. I was like, great. So, and then they sold so many guitars, not because of me though. They sold so many guitars that, uh, you know, they really, really got to focus on getting you, you guys, your guitars right now. They're doing some promotion stuff, but remember a lot of companies right now are not really sending products right now to a lot of YouTube channels because 
you guys are waiting for the guitars, which is good. Uh, Sam, the gamer vlogs, uh, says, Hey, Phil greetings from Scotland in lockdown. Yeah, I know. I heard buddy. Um, I, I hope you're doing okay. Says, thank you for years of great work. Have you had a chance to try the Baza Waza air, the Baza, the Baza Waza hair? No, the boss Waza air headphones. I have not. However, I am never going to try them. And, uh, I hate, like I said, one of the downfalls of having a live QA every week and doing content videos is I constantly am talking about stuff that I can't talk about yet because the video is not out yet. But, uh, let me just say that, um, I had an experience a few videos ago. I, I reviewed the, uh, cab M from two notes, which was amazing. Uh, and I would dare say life changing piece of gear. And I would never say that. I get, I probably say that about three pieces of gear, especially on my YouTube, you know, channel for gear, uh, cabin, literally everything I, I was having trouble with in my life cabin fixed for me. <laughs> so, so, uh, so that was great product. However, uh, and, and in that video, I wore headphones. I wore the, 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 uh, the, uh, AKG, uh, can headphones. And I said, I never wear those cause I usually never wear headphones. And, uh, so long story short, I've been on a search for a certain type of headphones and I got them. And uh, they're nothing like what the boss was there. And so I don't want to, I don't want to talk about them yet because I'm, I'm, I'm editing the video right now. Uh, Ralph's in the video too. And uh, cause he got a pair as well. And uh, to, to, cause I wanted to share the experience about this. So we'll be talking about that. It's nothing in comp competitive with Baza, uh, boss Waza air or anything like that. And, and everyone, I was going to say, everyone's got the Waza Air headphones, so they're great. Actually, it's not true. So, you know, everyone that I've ever talked to who got the, whether they're a YouTube channel or they're a viewer who got the Boss Waza Air headphones, have definitely divided into two categories, in my opinion, of what I perceived. So, it's what I perceived. Half of them got it. They love it. The other half loved it when they got it, but immediately just didn't love it anymore. So there seems to be a, everyone seems to have the same initial reaction to them, which is a very, uh, they like that. I, I was like a hundred percent of everybody was like, it was great. But I noticed over time, half of them just went, eh, not my thing, but the other half still likes it. So, so what I'm saying is if you decide to get set, you have a 50, 50 chance of keeping them. Uh, Mathis wants to know, Hey, Phil, uh, saw, si Oh, I, it says sweet. I'm going to think it says, I'm going to say it says Sweden because it's sweet. It says sweet, uh, sweet, Sweden fans send love. Thank you. Spot on with advertising con, uh, comments. Uh, Sahana guitars made a nice one for Chapman, which in turn made me order a custom one from them. My brother-in-law's 50th, uh, 50th. Uh, strategy works. And it, yeah, so basically what, what Mathis is talking about is what we were talking about earlier, which is yes, you know, uh, it, look, getting exposure of your product to guitar. Look, it's guitar players. That's who's watched this. I, there's very few non-guitar players watching any of these videos, these guitar related videos. Um, so yeah, having your guitar product placed in front of people is obviously has, has benefits, but how cheap it can be done now is crazy. Um, and, and again, I say this to you, cause again, I'm not talking to you, the viewers, I'm talking to the companies that are watching if they're watching, you know, and most of the companies watching are actually, they already know this cause that's why they're watching, see what's, what's going on out there get a pulse of this, this, this sector of the market. Um, but here's, what's great. You know, there's so many ways to be effective. You can pay channels and they'll do demos and they're effectively great. I mean, right. Uh, you know, let's be honest. I think I've said this. I think the first time I ever met Pete Thorne, the first thing I said to him, I think was, uh, I think I listed off to him randomly all the things I bought because of his videos. 
<laughs> it was like the first thing I said to him. I got to meet him and I go, oh, I was, you know, I was, I was at an event and I met him and I'm like, oh, Pete, I just want, you know, because of you, you know, this is what I bought. And I started rattling off all the stuff I bought. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, it happens, right? You get to see stuff. And then, uh, but like I said, sometimes, you know, if you, uh, if you send out product, you're going to get, you're going to get it in front of people. If you find it's small channels too, all channels are effective. So you guys know a lot of you guys uh, that are watching are smaller channels. They're highly effective. Everything's for the price that it's, it's going to cost you, whether it be shipping charges, whether it be free product, whether it be money, changing hands, whatever out there, it's highly effective. So, um, Let's see. Uh, hold on, hold on. It jumped again. I, I appreciate you guys. Says Scott wants to know. Says, "Hey, I've watched a bunch of your twenty-ish watt amps. Uh, which is your favorite and why?" My favorite amp right now <laughs> is my Ingle um, Fireball Twenty Five. Uh, that is my favorite amp. The um, and and I mean a lot. I mean I like it a lot. Um, I said it in that video and I think that kind of summed it up. It's not better sounding than any of my other amps. Um, I think I like the high gain on the angle more than my 5150. Uh, maybe, maybe H5150, maybe. I, I think I like the gain a little more than my Mark V high gain, I think. If not, like I said, worst case, I like it as much as them. But I like everything else. I love the clean tones. I love the crunch. I get everything out of it. Um, so, but I go through moods, obviously. And what I can tell you is I can tell, uh, regardless of how long I've had a product or how long I've kept it for a long time or either short time, I can tell if something's going to stick around. The angle's going to stick for a long time. Um, there are certain amps like my, you know, like the Freeman Dirty Shirley, my Maz 18 by Dr. Z. Uh, you know, uh, there are amps that I just, I like them and there's something they do. And, and what I do is I don't do what most guitar players have a ton of amps do, you know, like, Oh, for this sound, I go for this amp for this sound. I go for this amp. I'm the opposite of that. I plug into an amp and I play that amp all the time. And then I burn out on it. So I stop playing it and I go find another amp and I play the amp for a while. And uh, that's what really happens. So, um, sometimes for some reason, and, and I'm so happy, like over the years, like my Mesa Boogie Mark 525, there's probably 20 times in my life since I've had it in the last four years that I probably would have sold it and I would have regretted it because well, every time I thought I was like, ah, maybe I'm over this, uh, I put it away and I play the other amp and then one day I pull it out again and I play that for months. So it's a nice, it's a nice way to keep, uh, keep things exciting. Uh, Will says, are you still digging your Kiesels? Oh, we just talked about that. Yep. How would you compare them quality-wise to Music Man? I bought a Cutlass on your recommendation. They, The ones I have are fantastic, okay? Um, I have friends who bought Music Man, or not Music Man, uh, Kiesels, and they've had issues with Kiesels. I had no issues with mine. And the problem I have is, is that the three Kiesels that I have, three, one I bought used and it was perfect. And the other two Kiesel sent to me. So I would assume they made sure they were right. I don't know. They seem, you know, again, talk about companies who get uh, social media marketing. It's definitely Kiesel. I mean, they literally built the entire new brand off of social media uh, marketing, which is great. So what's my point is, is that I, my experience, my Kiesel personal experience, my Kiesels are as good as my music man, which is right over there. Uh, and, and all the music mans I've had. I would be I would be remiss if I didn't mention that a few of my friends, especially I have a couple of friends that have both music bands and Kiesels, would tell you they love their Kiesels, but I think overall their music bands were better experiences as consistency of quality. Um, but uh, 
But again, I, I just feel like I should give you the two sides of that coin so that you just have some perspective. But I really like them. And I definitely say for the price, I, I, I still think Kiesel some of the best American-made product for the price. I mean, that's the one thing you got to tell them. I, I, I remind everybody. They're literally, I, I cannot find, I have not found, I would love to hear any of you guys, a mainstream American-made company putting out that that quality for that price. It's, it doesn't exist. Kiesel's holding that. They own that market. And let's be clear, none of the other guitar companies want it. Nobody wants to own making good stuff dirt cheap, <laughs> you know, without the high volume. If you, if you do it overseas, made in China, Indonesia, and you get high volume out of it, there's, there's a market there. But, you know, Kiesel's making, is you know, they're not making that many guitars. So they're really doing a really cool service. And when, and, and, and it's one of those things, I know people like to talk smack about Kiesel, but I like to remind everybody, you know, everybody talks smack about PV when PV was in America and it was good. And then it changed. And now everybody hates it because it wasn't as good as it was. Well, they used to talk crap about it back then. So my point is, is if you want us, if you, I'm talking about the brand again, we're not talking about people. We're talking about the brand of Kiesel guitars. It, a lot of people will go, oh, this, this sucks. But you understand, it's like, if that's your thing, if you want to buy a quality instrument made in America, you know what I mean, without spending three grand for anything other than just a Fender Strat out there, um, that's what Kiesel's out there doing. That's just my, one man's opinion. Uh, Audio Murphy says, in Russia, there is no such thing as DA, uh, Dadgad. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't understand. Uh, it, it Here's why. In my mind, music is universal. So Dadgad, the tuning. I, I assume he's talking about the tuning Dadgad, D-A-D-G-A-D. -A -D -A -D. Uh, so uh, I would imagine you do have Dadgad because <laughs> you could do, tune the same same way. So I don't quite understand the comment, but uh, maybe maybe I'll get uh, I'll maybe I'll clarify it later. Uh, Miguel says, body used Tajima J3 ever tried this model. Uh, I don't, I do horrible guys when this stuff, oops, hold on. Oh, I can't copy and paste that. Are you kidding me? Let's refresh this. <laughs> I was like, say, I got to type that out. Let me look real fast since. Hold on. And now, cause I refreshed it. I got to find it. Tajima J3. Um, is really hard to remember all these like RG this, JA that, Q5 this, uh, Tajima guitar, of course. Hmm, let's see what it pulls up. Oh, uh, you know what? I have not tried this guitar. It's a Strat style guitar with no finish is what I'm showing, the JA3. The Tone King, uh, 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 Tajima sent the Tone King this guitar and he talked about it on a live show. Um, and he told me he liked it. So I have not. Um, I have some Tajimas to review. Hey, there's one behind me. There's a Tajima. So you, know, you guys figured out about amongst yourselves. One of the guitars. One of these guitars is not like the other. One of these guitars is a Tajima that uh, I'm doing a video on. Um, let's see. <laughs> the next one comes from Steve. Steve wants to know. It's a hair clip, so send it to me. He's talking about this thing as a hair clip. <laughs> I, I would believe you because I would have no way to know. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alvaro says, hey, Phil, I am a guitar player who uh, dabbles frequently in the bass. 
Okay, I understand. I recently got. Remember, every guitar player should be a bass player. Every every guitar player. It just makes no sense not to be. Uh, I recently got a 2017 Made in Mexico Olympic White Jazz Bass, which I absolutely love. What upgrades would you suggest uh, as a season basis? Um, I, you know, I love a stock Made in Mexico Jazz Bass and P Bass. Um, the only thing I wouldn't change anything. If I was gonna, ch- <laughs> I wouldn't change anything. But these things, no. If I was gonna change anything, maybe switch the nut um, to either a Corian Graph Tech or Bone, something a little harder material. That it's an easy thing to do. It pops right in. That's an easy thing you can you can upgrade to. That's something I would do. And the other thing I would probably do, since you could add a high mass, like a badass two type of Leo Quan kind of heavy bridge, or put a hip shot bridge. You could do that stuff. A lot of people do. Swear by it. I don't do that. I'd leave the stock bridge in there. I change out the pickups. That's about it. Uh, and I like the pickups that come in. But I mean, I would probably change them out. Um, I'm pretty. Uh, habitual about my pickups um so you know i really i tried for the first time those um billy sheehan uh, uh p bass pickups and i love them from demarjo i did that video um you guys know a couple weeks ago well what what's interesting about that is i really did like them and i and i and i love them in fact um but uh every bass i play have bartolini's in them except for my warwick and it's because they put the macs in there and that's what they put in there but i my my goal not goal. I was going to change out to Bartolini as well. I put Bartolini's on almost all my bases. So, so the reason I tell you that is, I have Bartolini J bass pickups just laying around. If I had a white jazz made Mexico bass, I'd probably just stick Bart's in there just because I have them and I like them. But no, man, that's what's great about made Mexico instruments. Stock, they are they are fine. Ambrose says, "Have you ever played an upright bass, or have you ever gotten?" Uh, ever uh, made a video on it. I have not. I have played an upright bass. I used to own an upright bass. I mess with it all the time. Uh, and what I can tell you from that experience for me was uh, it was the don't, you know, uh, don't try to serve too many masters kind of thing. I feel like every minute I was spinning on that. I bought an upright bass and I started playing upright bass because I thought if I could get this down, if I could learn the upright bass, it would just make me a better bass player. And what I learned was nothing from that was transferring. And I And I've heard stories where bass players play upright and then they master the the you know the the fretted bass so much easier for me it was not happening that way it was really just like i feel like i was putting a lot of effort into a different instrument and so i uh after about two years of messing with one i stopped so that's what happened i sold it and you know uh great team hero says i have a prs ce ce meaning uh the bolt-on neck made in america guitar uh same year same pickup etc they sound completely different is this common would the wood really change it that much? Everything can change the guitar sound. So yes, absolutely. Um, the 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 hardest thing for for me to ever get past when people talk about tone woods or whatever the hell you want to talk about, you know, when it comes to the way a guitar sounds, is that phenomena. There is a phenomena that that is absolutely absolutely consistently uh, true, which is you can get two identical instruments, the identical weights. The same pickups, you know, right? Uh, same height on the pickup, same action, same string, same everything, and they just sound different. The differences are subtle. 
See, the problem with uh, sometimes on YouTube is somebody will take two instruments and go, look, and they'll strum them and they go, they sound the same. Well, yeah, they're they're very, very similar. But like you, your problem, which is what which most guitar players have, which is what I'm always talking about, is you're having an intimate experience with your instrument. You're playing it. You're you're you know it. Right. You know the way it sounds. OK, there's a reason why a mother walking through a grocery store when she hears a kid scream, she knows it's not her kid. Right. Like, you know, you ever notice that it's like a very dad thing to do. You're walking through the store and you hear a kid scream. And you're actually like, what? <laughs> right. Like, what's going on? The moms, they know they're like, that's somebody else's kid. They know what their kids, 10 kids standing there. One kid screams. They know that's their kid. Right. That's a very that that's that. So if somebody said, oh, all kids scream the same, that's the same argument. Yeah, you're right. They do. They all the kids kind of sound the same. But ask a mom. She'll nail her kids scream every time. So same kind of logic here is that you're having an intimate experience with two guitars. The difference to you is different. I can honestly tell you, you can make a video of those two guitars and go and say, oh, don't they sound the same? And everybody would agree with you. They sound the same. And if you said they sound different, some people would agree they sound different. But so to answer your question, uh, there's nothing you can do. I, nothing I found that you can do. The variances are probably in small amounts in the pickups, but I can tell you this, I've, 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 I've done the thing. And this is maybe one of those relatable moments again. Let's go on this tangent, okay? This is a good tangent. We're going to go on it, okay, guys? Every guitar player that I know, that, especially who, who buys multiple guitars, has had this experience. This is a very common experience. You buy a guitar. Let's say, for this sake, we're going to say his CE24s, right? His PRS. You buy one, and it plays and sounds great. And you love it. But you bought it in a store, and it was the wrong color. It's this color you don't like. It's baby puke, right? Or whatever. I don't know. Let's just say it's purple. You don't like purple. It's purple. You don't like the way, you don't like the color, but you love the way it sounds and plays. So what do you do? You buy one, another one in the color you love and you get it and it looks beautiful, but it doesn't sound and play as good as the other one, right? Not only has all of us experienced that, I have gone down every, with customers down their rabbit holes and then my personal rabbit holes. I have done stuff where I'm like, okay, I'll swap the pickups and then I swap the pickups and the 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 one that's ugly still sounds better. I'm like, what? Wait, what happened? And then I'll swap the next. And the, it's weird. It's weird. And I'm not saying the the tone was in the wood of the body. What I'm saying is, is it's, it's, uh, the tone is a sum of its parts. And just sometimes that's how it works. And I've I've tried. I've tried this so many times. So many times. On this channel, you have seen me do it. You have seen me over and over again with multiple of the same guitars in different colors. And it probably doesn't connect to a lot of you. But if you see me with the same guitar in two different colors, it's that exact same thing is going on. I'm like, I got this one. I got the color I like, but I got the one I love the way it plays. Uh, I have two PRS mirrors. I've talked about this. I have two mirrors. One is beautiful and one is the one I play. <laughs> and I don't know why. I still have the one that's pretty. It lays around. It, one day I should sell it. It's just a waste, but I bought it because it was. I thought the one I have is kind of basic, and I wanted the flame maple top one. So to answer your question, you're, I wish I had a great answer for you and what to do. But yes, it is very common that two instruments that are identical in a lot of ways sound the similar ways. The only thing I can tell you is, without going any down any dangerous rabbit holes with it, definitely make sure your pickup heights are the same. Definitely measure your height of your strings. Make sure your setups are the same. Those things can have a massive effect on the sound. So what I'm talking about is not so basic as, you know, I'm assuming you covered those bases and now we're on to the, the deeper part of the, 
the the end of the pool of of tone craze okay if you're in the shallow end let's just make sure that you've taken care of the basics which is please make sure that your actions set correctly your pickups are set correctly um you can i do a i have a video called uh, you know uh, don't buy pickups since you watch this video it shows you how you just plug a guitar cable in a multimeter and you can multimeter your pickups and it'll give you uh do that to both your guitars watch that video and make sure that the pickups are metering the same remember just because it says it's the same pickups doesn't mean it is and also even sometimes remember guitar companies do all kinds of weird stuff so even 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 american-made guitars nobody is is free from defect like i said um you could have a different set of pickups in there they could have different specs they could have different wire they could have had i mean there's all kinds of things that could have happened to those pickups they could be wound more like i said and so if you meter them at least to give you a range you'll be probably going to be close to each other but if if they're not then that tells you something too so yeah, but yeah, we've all been down that road. And uh, yes, and that's why I tell you all the time I've given up. So when I find a guitar, and it always happens to me, I am just as cursed as everyone else. Every time I pick up a guitar and I go, I love this guitar, it is not the color I wanted. <laughs> and I end up just going, well, I'm going to have to learn to like this color. Um, okay. Yeah, you know what? Tampa Blue says all guitars have their own DNA. It sounds so, you know, it's spiritually weird to talk like this, but it's true. It's an inanimate object and it's a piece of wood and, you know, and it's a piece of metal and it's not really, you know, it's it's just, you know, engineering. But, you know, everything has, uh, if you don't believe in the magic of it, then you can understand that there's the variables of just the, all the variables have to come into play which is how dense the, the wood is, you know, what happens. You know, John Mayer, if I can find it, I'll try. Uh, he did an interview, and I'll put a link in the index right here. He he actually, I love this interview he did. I, I believe it was with Mitch Gallagher at Sweetwater. I don't think it was at Sweetwater, but Mitch Gallagher did it at the NAMM show. And John Mayer was talking about this, this phenomena that I have experienced myself many times over, which is two of the same strats, okay, we're not even talking about tone difference now. Two same strats, same strings, same bridges, same action. One is easier to play. The strings bend easier. I have I have down went down that rabbit hole so far to know that's why I told you guys all springs are not the same. So sometimes when you guys mention that, you know, you got to make sure your springs are all the same because there's different all springs are not the same gauge of wire spring and some of them are worn down and some of them are cheaper metals. And so they have different feels to them and they can react differently. Um, but factoring all that in, he was saying, I can't believe it's true. I have the same issue. I have, I, I have, a, I have guitars that I play and they, they play like butter. And then I can get that same type of guitar. And it's, I, for some reason I can feel it when I bend and I can hand the two guitars to somebody else and they go, I don't know, it feels the same to me. <laughs> but again, I have that intimate relationship with my guitar. I know it. I know what it feels like. I know what it I sounds like. Uh, so much so it's like ingrained in, you know, hours and hours and hours of playing time. And so, um, yeah. And so uh, 20, 2550 Marshall says only experienced guitar players since that. Well, yeah, it, 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 actually, that's a perfect way. I like that you said experienced guitar players because because then there's this always this argument only like really good guitar players versus, you know, not so good guitar players, great guitar players versus crappy guitar players, hobbyists versus, you know, pros. And and I find that's not actually all that factors in. What factors is, in, like you said, experience, how long with the instrument, how long doing something. So there you go. Uh, 
Let's see. Uh, okay. All right, so is it time to do a Vega Trim giveaway? How should we do the last one we did? I just had you guys name the video I did with the Vega Trim. Um, hmm. So I think we're gonna go. We're gonna go for speed. So here's how it's gonna work. Okay, ready? You get memory. Got to be in the states for me to ship this to you. I apologize to everyone outside. This is for a gold one. Now, when I say this is gold, I gotta open this because here's why. I don't want to just give this away. Okay. I want somebody who can use it to use it. I don't want to, you know, you get it. It sits on your counter and you don't ever use it. Okay. But this is beyond just gold. Okay. It's this really cool, like satin brushed, like bronze. And it's got a little bit, I'm opening up the, see, it's a, it's a satin. So it's, I say gold, but I want you to be really clear. It's like a, almost like brass. Okay. All right. So it's beautiful, beautiful kit. I'll ship it out. It'll it's just like last time. It's going to take a few days. So mid midweek, because my, you know, I got to get my wife to do it. <laughs> uh, so here's what it is. Uh, the first person to tell me, uh, <laughs> you guys ready? Uh, I want to just type in the guitar you would use this in your guitar. What guitar are you going to use it in? Type in your guitar. The first guitar I see, the name of guitar I see, you want it. And. Ah, it was Miguel. He said I could use it in my Tajima JA3. LOL. Done, man. You just won, Miguel. That was the fastest. Miguel, uh, if you could, please, if you could, uh, uh, you got to email me. Well, two things. Make sure, confirm that you are going to use it in that guitar so we know I shouldn't be looking for somebody else. So as soon as I see you say, give me a thumb up emoji or just say, you know, cool or yay. Um. And again, verify everything you're in the U.S. and stuff. Yep, he says he's ready. So Miguel won it. Miguel, all you got to do is send me an email to askknowyourgear at gmail.com. So again, it's askknowyourgear at gmail.com. And just put in the subject, you know, Vega Tram or you won. And uh, I'll get your address and uh, I'll get this out to you. Like I said, it's going to take a few days before I get it out. Just like last time. I always say get it out, but I don't get it out first thing Monday morning. I always give it to my wife and then, you know, I ask her, please, could you do this for me so I don't have to do it? So, and uh, I, I should always thank her for that. So... Cool. So we gave away a, a Vega trim. Miguel, I would love to hear later too how it worked out on your Tajima and stuff. So, uh, what else? What else? Oh, that's it. We're going to end the show. Ready to end the show? Hold on. Before I do, uh, I, I got I to gotta trim up some super chats real fast. Um, uh, we have uh, David says, uh, it's fiddle. It's a fiddle. It's a fiddle. Oh, he, dude, he has the answer. Hey, David, this is called a fiddle link hand exerciser by Daddario. There you go. How do you, I don't understand. See, that's why I was thinking you guys might be right. Oh, I guess kind of like, yeah, you work it in your hand and it's like a thing. Well, you know what? TJ, sometimes TJ watches the replay from uh, from uh, Guitar Crate. TJ, uh, I, you didn't win. It's a Mortimer bet. You get a dollar. I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> you 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 won the the bet uh, that we didn't have. <laughs> you found something I'd never seen and didn't know what it was. So there you go. Uh, if that's a uh, there you go. There's your there's your 
Uh, there is your marketing commercial for you guys on Guitar Crate. I'm not saying this is cool because I'll mess with it all week. I'll let you know next week if it's cool. What I will tell you is this. I've been such a cocky ass about Guitar Crate. I love the product idea. I love the fact that if people out there want it, like I said, I've used products like this uh, for, for gifts and stuff. But the whole time I've been going like, yeah, the only problem for me is they're going to send me all the stuff I already have and experienced. Well, there you go. He, he sent me something. I have no idea what this was. So... There you go. So I guess, I guess I, uh, you never say never, you know, right. And, uh, I, you have, you've humbled me a couple steps my sir. Thank you. And thank you, David, for telling me. Cause I was thinking yeah, that maybe this was accidentally put in there by like, <laughs> I was like, well, maybe he's got a kid. It looked like, like, a, a <laughs> one of those chew toys for, for babies. So there you go. Thunder Falcon. Someone asked about the Wolfgang basses. Will it happen? Uh, so you guys know, a lot of you guys had mentioned when we talked about the Eddie Van Halen brand and how it continue, and I mentioned that Wolfgang had basses and I thought they were cool. Uh, I saw, thank you guys, because you guys sent links that Wolfgang was on Howard Stern and a bunch of other places and said that he wants to make the basses happen and call the basses an Eddie. So he wants to make Wolfgang basses and make it homage or an honor of his father, which I thought was cool. So, yeah, I saw that, too. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I saw him talk about it. So there you go. That's always that. That actually was cool. Right. The idea of that. It's always nice to see. Um, you know, like I said, I can't imagine anyone could take the reins of that brand any better than 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 Wolfgang, since, you know, he him and his father. Obviously, it's his father. And their friends, you know, friends, father and son, and fellow bandmates. Um, I, I'm gonna say Alta Alta Color Alta Color LLC says, should I poly my GNL ASAT tribute neck? I don't like the raw wood fill. Also, how do I deal with the a pearly gates in the neck with a non? How do you deal with it uh, with an MF, MFD bridge pickup? Um, how do I deal with a pearly gates in the neck and a non MFD bridge pickup? That part, I don't quite understand the question. I pro I, I apologize. Uh, should you poly your neck? Um, if you love that guitar, it's worth putting that time into, uh, you know, if you don't like the, 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 uh, raw neck and you love the guitar. Now here's the thing. This is my advice and it's just advice. If you think that you're going to do this to this guitar and then you might love it, don't do it. I always say this. Don't mod things you don't like or love thinking that it might turn out. You're, you're, you're just, you're at, you're at the casino, man. You're just, you're just guessing and you might be right, but you'll probably be wrong. If you love the instrument, but there's a thing that's bugging you or a thing you don't like about it, do it because you love it. So obviously you're all going to do is just make it better. So that's usually my recommendation for mods. Mod things you like or love to make them better. Modding things you hate <laughs> to see if you like them. Uh, you More times than not, I have done that for so many. And again, it's maybe it's a pessimistic me, but I've done it for so many customers for so many years. It's very deflating. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, they come in, they're like, oh, I hate this guitar. And so you go, this is the same thing I would tell you if you're trying to give me money to, to do the mods for you. I, I would tell you like the same advice. I give everybody the same advice. It's your money. I'll do what you ask, but I don't recommend it. So on that note, like I said, if you like the guitar, do the, the mod. And if you don't, don't. Uh, Ralph, not Ralph. Yeah, Ralph, Ralph 20, but it's not Ralph. It's like Ralph. Uh, says, uh, fun guitar to get with Floyd Rose trim under 250 bucks. Um, 
there are some really good ones out there. I'm sure Harley Benton probably has something out there that's awesome. 250. If you if you really really, uh, it's not my favorite Floyd Rose to for the price point, but for 250 you can buy really cool Jacksons. You can get some of the made in Indonesia ones, and you can definitely get some of the made in Japan ones. And uh, I highly recommend them. Highly, they're great guitars. Uh, you know, you got to look for them. Some of them have worn out frets. I mean, they're older ones, especially the main Japan's. Their Floyd is the one of the cheaper bridges. But like I've said before, I like the cheap Floyds. Um, you know, there's just the things you just have to maintain, you know, maintain on them and do maintenance on them. So there you go. All right. I hope that was helpful for those of you. 988 of you, 992 that hung out to the end of this thing. I promised you guys this last week. Like I said, I remember everything. I make notes so we can always come back to it. You guys were asking me last week about uh, playing, and I was ta- told you that I used to play a long time ago in a Pentecostal uh, band at an all-black church. And I know that sounds like a crazy thing to say and talk about, but it was true. And so you asked me for pictures, and I said that I usually don't like sharing the pictures because... Uh, it, I was, it was younger me, but younger me had, uh, was losing my hair before I just started shaving it. So I have pictures. Now I put this on a, um, a, uh, uh, it's, a, it's only like two pictures or three, but anyways, it's here. Let's start. There I am. That's me with my Warwick bass. Uh, and there's my five string Warwick fretless bass. There's Stanley Thompson. He's the singer singing there. Um, it probably goes to the next picture. Next picture. Ah, there I am. Look at there. Uh, so I used to play a Warwick five string fretless, a Warwick four string, and then I had a Conklin seven string. You can see I had hair, but then there was no hair on the top of my head. There's me, uh, playing the slapping the bass. Um, <laughs> so there you go. That is me, uh, in a, uh, in a in a Pentecostal band, that's what it looks like when you have a white bass player and an all black band, all black uh, church. It was uh, it was an amazing experience, and I loved it. And uh, and um, yeah, and uh, some of the best musicians I ever played with in my life were there for sure. And um, so there you go. And now you know that's uh, that's what it looks like if I had hair. There would be like uh, I would have some hair and not not others' hairs. Um, it was. Uh, and it was shortly after that is when I started shaving my head. So uh, somebody says, you work, look fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's not that. I, it's not that. Uh, like I said, I've been married for 22 years. And uh, so, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, and uh, and I had thin hair in my early, early 20s. Like, and I, you know, so, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a, a thing. I like shaving my head. Somebody asked me, how, you know, how do I like shaving every day? I like it. This, this is something I like doing. Um, I only complaint I've ever had about it is that it's one look all the time. You know what I mean? So over the years, uh, you know, you could look back and your friends had different hairstyles. I always have one hairstyle, but, uh, you know, not, not, you know, but it's, it's pretty cool. And then, ah, somebody says Larry Graham is God. Yeah. Larry Graham is amazing. So, 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 you know, so yeah, so that was, I thought I'd share the pictures with you. Um, I hope you guys liked it. Um, it, it was actually fun for me to drag the pictures out. Cause I remembered, I forgot that for years I used to play, I, like I said, I, I did, couldn't find a picture though. So I apologize of me with the seven string bass. So I used to play the five string fretless, which you saw in those pictures, a four string fretted Warwick simply works. And then I had a custom Conklin seven string bass that I played all the time. Uh, and, uh, what I remember most about playing that seven string bass was every time I get it out, uh, the guitar player would sigh. <laughs> Like this guy, 
<laughs> so, yeah. All right. Uh, uh, this one's it. Uh, all right. So, um, so there you go. Uh, all right. So I thought I'd have fun sharing with you guys. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you guys enjoyed this week. We are going to do a live show next week. Next uh, is Black Friday. So we will do a live show next Black Friday because there's really no Black Fridays. Uh, if uh, you know, basically, you know, uh, the only thing I was thinking about is thinking about doing the show earlier. Um, but I will post it. I will if I. So here's what I'm going to tell you: next week, same bat time, same bat channel. And but if I do bump it up a few hours, uh, make it earlier in the day. I promise to uh, do that by Wednesday. So in other words, it'll notify any of you guys. So make sure you're, you know, you get the notification stuff or you look, you check if you want to be part of the live show. Um, I'll make sure I, like I said, I'll put, I'll, I'll create the live show on Wednesday and it'll tell the time and all that stuff. So there you go for that. And then I'll update everybody on Facebook and Instagram as well. Guys, please enjoy. If you're in the States, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Please be safe and healthy. Uh, if you, you know, as, as best as you can, everyone outside the world, uh, outside the United, outside the world, outside the United States, I want to head say have a great week as well and um there you go uh and uh i thank you guys for so much hanging out with me today till next friday i'll just leave with uh thank you for your time and uh know your gear <laughs>